Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You show today. I really appreciate you being here with us on this fine Thursday, February 8th in 2018. It's hard to believe January is over, and we're already almost halfway through February. I can't believe it, but actually, I can believe it because we got another foot of snow yesterday here in Maine, and it was insane. It was a school day and all that good stuff, and I don't know about you, but I'm ready for baseball and the snow to melt and all that. So anyway, and I'm I'm fighting a little bit of a cold. So if you hear me sniffle or clear my throat, I apologize, but I do have a slight cold going on. And, um, you know, who not better to have with us then than someone who is an expert in well-being. <laughs> so we have, I got sick just in time. Um, we have Dr. Daniel Lopez with us. He, I, I love this because here at Best Ever You, we are all about just everything to make yourself healthy in every way, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally. And I love to think that we are creating an environment of trust where you can be here and you can share what's on your mind and really help you live an authentic best life. Our, our mission here at Best Ever You is to help you create that vision for yourself and practice that vision for yourself and take action to really live your life where each moment in your life really matters. So love connecting people with their true selves to others around and kind of the world as a whole. And so here we go with the world as a whole and really the power of social media here. Um, Dr. Lopez, I can't thank you enough for being with us today. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. And the power of social media. I found you on LinkedIn. I was um, I actually found you because I was looking for someone who knew something about migraines. And I started reading everything that you have on your website uh, about migraines. And I was like, you know, he would, aside from just the migraine point of view, you, I felt like you would just be such a powerful guest for us. So I thank you for dedicating your time and energy here with us today. Um, you are, I'm not going to get all these fancy schmancy words right, but I'm sure going to try. And if I destroy them, you can correct me, but you are an osteopathic physician. You're board certified yeah. in neuromusculoskeletal medicine, <laughs> osteopathic medicine, manipula, manipula, manipulative medicine, which that's, that's chiropractic type of stuff, but osteopath as well, correct? Decipher that for us. Yeah, it's it's just a different way of, of dealing with the body. I mean, I, I think the best way people seem to, like, because they they don't have a frame of reference to it, they try to pin it with, with, with like, a chiropractic type of a they, – they try to describe it kind of like it's a chiropractic treatment. But really, not so. uh, it, it's not. You know, it, it, it's actually very different. And unfortunately, it becomes hard for patients to explain – what we do, you know, and before they come in, they're always like, well, what do you do? And then the funny thing is, you know, I, I explain it to them as simply as I can. And then when, when we finish, you know, they may get up and they're like, well, I feel a lot better. And then, and then a lot of times I tell them, I'm like, now imagine trying to go to your friend who has no experience of this 
and explain to them what you just experienced because they they go and they're like, I don't know what he did, but I feel better, you know. And, it's like talking to my mom. And, uh, my mom's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> my my mom's like, oh come on, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, no, mom, I I got to tell you about acupuncture and acupressure and the cool things that are out there that don't involve necessarily taking a pill to solve what is ailing you. And so sure. do you mind talking about some of those things? Because it does freak people out. People, you know, it, it, it goes against, you know, um, I don't know if that's the right word. It, it, I like to think, I'm going to just explain this. When my dad was in the hospital mm-hmm. and uh, he's a stroke survivor and his whole story is in my book percolate. And he was in a rehab facility, a stroke rehab facility, and they couldn't get rid of the hiccups. I mean, they tried every pill known to mankind to try and get rid of the hiccups. And I said, you know, why don't we try something alternative? And, my, and everybody's like, what is that? You know, kind of thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. how about a massage? How about some this? How about some that? And a person came in, and sure enough, the hiccups are gone. So it's hard to define exactly right. how it all works, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll try to explain what I do as briefly or as, as simply as I can. Sure. But in in reality, what you know, what I do is applied anatomy. So I look at the I look at the human body just in terms of of anatomy, like how the and the the best way to explain it is like imagine that there is like a perfect you know ideal anatomical person laying on the table, and then the the patients that I have. Uh, I have to look at them like, okay, there's that potential for them, but where are they now with their anatomy? And so, and I have to look at it, you know, for us, it is about understanding anatomy, how the, how the anatomy is working and not working. And this becomes different than say, like, you know, a lot of doctors uh, like to get imaging studies, say like x-rays and MRIs and all that. And, and I'm not necessarily criticizing those I think they give valuable information but it's different than what we're looking at I'm looking at how things function in terms of how they move in relation to each other even even subtle motions and things like that and then how all those little problems that people may have say in one part of their body and another part of their body play into causing a bigger problem uh, and, and the problem that generally the person is coming in complaining about and so I've got to understand not just not just the anatomy in detail, but then also in a sense like how the body works as a whole. And so when, when you affect one part of the body, how the rest of it may be, may be affected. So I think the simplest way of, of saying that is like when somebody comes in with neck pain, they could be having an issue in their hip or their knee or you know even a, even a finger or something like that. And that could be what's causing their neck pain. And if you never get to it, then nothing ever changes. And so my job is to be able to find those uh, unique things that are that may be causing those issues and, and help the person's body resolve those. And once that happens, then that's when you get, in a sense, like the, the magical changes that people are somewhat surprised about because certainly for someone who doesn't understand the, the logical thought process and how the anatomy may be, uh, may be causing all that, you know, they may come in again with, say, neck pain, and they're like, I don't know, he worked on my knee, and then my neck pain is gone, that kind of a thing. But there really is a logical, anatomical, like, connection between all of it, and, and my job is to be able to read the body and help it resolve those issues. So in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. I, act, I, I describe myself as a catalyst to patients. I'm like, I'm not trying to force things on in, into your body. I'm not trying to impose 
what I think your body needs. I'm simply trying to help your body do the things that it can't quite do on its own. So where healing is kind of the body doesn't have that extra oomph that it needs to heal something, that's what I do is I provide that so that the body can resolve that issue and then the associated things with it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I don't want to pill bash either because stuff is needed. But um, yeah. I, I do want to say that a lot of times when people are putting pills in their body, in my opinion, it doesn't have to be yours as well, sometimes there's a bigger issue at play in the background. And as I've gotten older, I, um, I'm i not a person who drinks, smokes, does drugs, and I don't take any prescription drugs. And so this whole idea of this type of medicine really appeals to me um, especially with my food allergies and so forth, and trying to control the inflammation behind those. Um, I'm just a huge, huge fan of, of everything that you can do that is alternative to some of the, sure. to some of the other things. And so um, where I'm getting at with that is, um, like, I've, I'll just share another experience, and you can add on to it. But, like, I've even seen mm-hmm. stuff work like ear, ear infections, I used to right. um, give my kids, you know, the standard dose of whatever to get rid of an ear infection. And then one of my friends said, you know, that's an easy adjustment. Their just ears aren't draining right because they've grown or whatever, or they're prone to them. And I have two kids that never took a, a drug for an ear infection, and instead they went in and got their ears adjusted, and it was amazing. Is that, yep. is that something that you ever do? Yeah, that is. I mean, we look at it in a, you know, we we look at things at the body in 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 a different way in general. And like I was saying, we're looking at it in terms of anatomy and how it's and 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 by doing that, we we understand that there is a a certain rhythm to the body. And 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 one way that we look at at the at the body differently than I think most people even know or understand is we look at the bones of the skull as as being movable and having having motion there. But because they have motion, you know, they have the sutures, and and those are, in a sense, modified joints. And just like any other joint, they can become compressed or have problems and, and whatnot. And, but the reason this is important is because uh, when we're going through our day-to-day life, like there is an actual motion going through between those joints and, and really throughout your whole body, and that it's a it's like a respiratory kind of emotion it's like a ebb and flow of a tide like when you breathe in your rib cage expands and then when you breathe out it contracts and and recoils and and that's really actually a phenomenon happening through your whole body but the going back to that you know when when i was looking at ear infections there were a couple questions that i ended up um, especially with chronic ear infections that i ended up uh, in a sense being a little bit curious about because I was like, well, you know, they're always describing, you know, ear infections in in kids and babies as being caused by the ear canals being more horizontal. But then there were some things that just didn't make sense there for me. It was one was that like if it's purely just about the ear canals being horizontal and that means that it's a gravity related drainage. And so anytime the child lays down puts their head down shouldn't their ears be draining and then and then there was another piece of it that where you know with some chronic ear infections some kids only get chronic ear infections in one ear and i was like well that's weird are you are you saying that one ear canal is angled and the other one is is horizontal and that's why that kid is only getting ear infections in one ear so i felt like there had to be a different way of looking at it 
and and the way the way osteopaths osteopathic physicians have been describing it for for decades really is is uh, more about you know as as the bones of the head are going through this motion they actually act as pumps or sometimes in certain cases with sinuses with sinuses they can act as plungers and so if that motion gets restricted in any way you have one of your temporal bones where your ear canal goes through if if that's not moving correctly it can't pump the fluid out correctly and then if the fluid can't pump out correctly then you end up with uh, a basically the environment for an infection to take place, and so the answer for us ends to ends up being restoring that normal motion, getting things working again, feel, finding out where things have been blocked, and kind of like the gear in the or the the wrench in the in the gear in the gears, and then removing that so things can move correctly, and then then you get fluid pumping out, and you don't have that environment for chronic ear infections anymore. So that's kind of a long-winded answer, but that's, Perfect, that's the though. way I've come to understand it. Yeah. No. And, and that is something that someone can listen and go, it, it's the, it's the, when somebody goes, no, 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 get, go get your ears adjusted. <laughs> right. I go, listen to this. <laughs> this, this is the, the science behind it because some people are like, no, that's weird. You know? And I'm like, no, no, it works. Trust me. Um, I right. even had an ear infection once and, and had it, had it done. And I, I, They've cured it up in a day, so it's it's cool how it is. Um, so you you were in Portland, Maine, even at one point in your training um, here at Mercy Hospital. That's pretty cool. From Arizona, you went to Maine. You poor thing. <laughs> that must have been yep. a shock to the system. <laughs> well, you got to do what you got to do. But I grew up in Colorado, so it's like you know I I was familiar yeah. with with different extremes, so it wasn't too terrible. But <laughs> I, and I I loved Portland actually. The time I was there, I mean, minus the you know, the craziness of the internship, but Portland is is a beautiful city, and, and yeah. I, I did enjoy my time there. Awesome. Now, it says here that you've been greatly influenced by D- Dr. Stephen Miles Davidson. Uh, yes. Could you, could you talk about that a little bit and, and what he means to you and why? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that the story really, you know, in terms of what he's been to me, um, and, and really I could go – on and on for hours probably talking about how he's how he's influenced me but you know when I when I started medical school I I knew that I really wanted to go into this specialty and but I I felt like I you know I was looking for something and when I met him uh you know it was at this conference in Arizona this for for what we do just an Arizona conference and uh he was there and you know we with a bunch of students, he started showing us what he did, and 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 it it really just kind of blew me away. He was so subtle, but yet very effective. It was almost it, it just almost seemed unreal. Like in terms of, I, I at one point I remember just questioning, like you know, is this a joke? You know, but he, you could see like somebody with a particular posture, you know, they could have a little bit of a curve in their spine and one shoulder was higher than the other and and one hip higher and all that and then he would just lightly with his hand find a spot and and all that would change but he could move back and forth away from that spot and close and you could feel you could see that person's posture kind of shift back and forth and then when he would finally go to that spot then it's like there would be this whole global change throughout that person's body, and then they would just suddenly like 
take a deep breath and stand up like their shoulders would level out and their hips and and their spine and it just became uh, I, I was like that's what I want to do and then as I as I spent more time with him one of the interesting things was you know as I was starting medical school which is around the time that I met him my my mother she was dealing with this issue with her bladder and for about 10 years before that time uh, she was having these bladder frequency issues where she was having to go to the bathroom all the time and it was getting worse and she was afraid to drive and afraid to go to the movies and her whole life was revolving around this issue and you know she had gotten to the point where basically like her doctors were at a loss they tried every medication they didn't know what to do so her internist was basically like well you've got two options there's a trial surgery where they go in and they put these microchips to your nerves and then and then you have to sit on this pillow like for a half hour every day to to recharge these microchips or I can't find anything wrong with you so I'm going to send you to a psychiatrist which is probably about the worst thing a patient can hear to be basically told that you know it, in a yeah. sense it's kind of like well I can't find anything <laughs> wrong with you so you're crazy so I'm going to send you to a psychiatrist kind of a thing and even if yeah. that's not the intention that's that's how the patient feels feels yeah. and so uh she was like well I'm not crazy I've got something wrong with me and she was considering that but I told her hey mom next time you come to Arizona I want you to come and see this doctor and so she came and 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 saw him and as he was evaluating her he was like you know he was like oh you've at some point you've you've fallen and hit your head and she was like yeah that you know i had a i fell down some stairs a while back and i had a concussion and and uh, he was like how long ago was that it was like 12 years ago she was like when did your symptoms start and she was like oh about 10 or 11 mm -hmm. years ago so there was that you know then he went and, and evaluated some other areas and he you know he was like well you've got a twist in your bladder and a you know it's pulling on your ureter, ureter and it's irritating your kidney and it's all it's doing all that and and uh, some of that, you know, I know can sound a little bit crazy. It's like, well, what do you do about mm -hmm. that? But then, you know, he he treated it, you know, again, very gently, um, but, you know, treated it. And then she was flying back that day. And, and so we after the, after the treatment, she went straight to the airport. She said in the plane she felt better. And then over the next couple of weeks, her symptoms went away completely and never came back. And to the Isn't point where cool? the next time – yeah, so so the next time he saw her, like a year later, she was going in to see him for something totally different. I think like a neck pain or something like that, mm -hmm. and and he was like, "Well, how's your bladder issue? You know, the, the bladder issue that had been like, her whole life had been revolving around, like, and and she couldn't. Everything revolved around it, and she just looked at him with this puzzled look, and she was like, "What bladder issue?" And it was like once it was gone, it was like. She moved on like it had never happened, you know. And, I love and that. that. You know, and, and it was it was moments like that that just inspired me, you know, that I was this was what I wanted to do. You know what I love about that story too. Aside from that, it's about your mom, and it's and it's a, a story vulnerable that people can relate to, and you know, kind of be like, "Boy, this is happening to me," and there's hope. Um, mm -hmm. I love it when people are their own sleuth. Um, you know, their own investigator and they seek help and they, they don't take those answers that, not the answers, the diagnosis necessarily as truth, you know, 
Um, I can't find anything wrong with you. It must be all, you know, psychological, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like, no, I'm having a real issue and I need to get to the bottom and find out for myself or get help with somebody who is going to listen to me to get to the bottom of it, to, to fix it. Because um, I know when I first had food allergies 21 years ago, no one had ever really heard of food allergies. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty much almost keeling over every time I eat a peanut. You know, it's, uh, right. it's definitely the food. It's not in my head. I, I can assure you that, you know, my, my blood pressure just doesn't, you know, tank out of the blue. And they were like, no, we think you have epilepsy or something, you know, like that. I'm like, no, I don't have that. You know, it's so out of the blue. And, um, and so it really made me kind of take control of my own health, I guess is my point. And I love it when people take control of their own health. And I think yeah, that's what I, you're providing here. I absolutely here. agree 100%. I mean, I, I know in medicine, you know, and I am a trained physician, and I've, I saw it in medicine a lot where where doctors hate, you know, that, that patients, you know, go and research things on their own. But I find that so strange because I'm like, with, with nothing else on this planet – would we not encourage people to do research about something? I mean, you know, we're talking about our bodies. That is what yeah. the one thing that we have that's probably one of the more most precious things that we have. And, uh, you know, and, and, and for doctors to be like, well, don't read anything out there. Just only listen to me. To, to me is a strange thing because I'm like, you know, you nobody knows you better than you and what you're experiencing. So, you have to be your best advocate and your and uh you know other people may have your best interests in mind but you still have to be your best advocate and and you have to you know i think do the research and and be that person for yourself yeah i um i'm a person i'm going to go all vulnerable here for a minute i'm a person who has suffered for probably the past 10 years with migraines with my menstrual cycle and I went to the doctor 10 years ago and said, you know what, like clockwork, I'm getting a migraine right here and right here. And, you know, I, I, I charted, it was so odd that it started happening that I charted it. And he said, you must have a brain tumor. I'm going to send you over here to, to this to get you checked for a brain tumor. I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, no, I have estrogen drops or increase, something's funky with the body chemistry with the drops in the hormones because it's like clockwork I've charted it out I don't have a brain tumor for crying out loud and it right. sent me on my own path of like okay I need to up my magnesium I need to do, 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 do. it's you know it could be food allergy related all this stuff and so um oh yeah I I am just such a big fan of people who sort of advocate for their own health and do, play their own detective to some extent not to the complete extent where we go into all hypochondriac mode, but, you know, go with the gut a little bit and what you're feeling and thinking. And I think you're onto something there completely. And if alternative methods work for you, then go for it. Cause I know, um, I know another thing I did, I had my ears tacked for allergies, for seasonal allergies. Boy, does that work like a charm on me? You can just tack up my ears with acupuncture tacks for allergies. Mm -hmm. I have no seasonal allergies. And for some people it might work, and for some people they're like, "What's in your ear?" <laughs> and for right. other people, like, "That's cool. I'm gonna at least try it and see if it works." And um, I love it. But I'm I'm rambling a little bit. But what I love is your website. So, Doctor Daniel Lopez, you have this amazing website that's um, best ever you in in its own. Um, you have I'm on your website. It's daniellopezdo.com. And what I really love about here is you have 
people, if, you, if you're not on there, go uh, while you're listening on the computer here. You have these little tabs for various things like webinars, online, cor- online courses, events. But also on here, you are an author. You have artwork. You have emotional health and financial health and physical health. And I have yet to find anybody like you out there who has these tabs to kind of hint that, Mm, there may be a bigger picture. And I'm wondering if you could talk about that a little bit and how things that might not necessarily be obvious affect your health. Yeah. I mean, for, I mean, unfortunately some of it is through experience, but I mean, I, I, I think, you know, for the, from our osteopathic philosophy, I mean, you don't separate emotional health and or health and physical health. And, and, you know, overall it's this bigger thing, but for me, when I started, you know, I used to practice, I practiced in New York City for six years and, and uh, I went out there right out of residency and I had honestly never really spent, I think before that I'd maybe been a day and a half in New York City. So when I started, I, I took over a practice there and, uh, you know, I was expecting it to be busy and, and it wasn't quite as busy as I'd hoped. So I really ended up you know, it was probably about six months of living in New York City before I was even able to take home my first paycheck. And so that gave me this glimpse of what it was like to not have financial health and and how to get, you know, kind of sense like swallowed by debt and things like that. And so any, honestly, any stress I had previously thought I'd had from internship and residency that I thought was, you know, severe and all that, at at that point in my life i would have traded in the you know that stress of not being able to meet my you know finances worrying about whether i was going to get kicked out of my apartment trying to figure out what i was going to do and and that just had such a huge effect on my health i just felt like it aged me like a decade and so uh because of that i felt like you know there like health is so multifactorial and i feel like there is so many different there are different pieces of it and i feel like if you if you don't have stability in your life and your finances and those kinds of things how can you be healthy you know and and, and it's going to also affect your emotional health potentially if you're stressed all the time from those kinds of things and and have an effect on your physical health so to me they're all kind of intertwined and and i ended up you know separating them uh just for that reason because i i do enjoy since then, I've, I've, I've enjoyed learning about different, all these different things, and I, I have ideas on each of these different concepts, and I want to write about them. So that's why I ended up uh, putting my website like that, and I, I certainly plan on doing a lot more with it in the future. But uh, it, it's, it's, it, it that's really yeah. was became my intention, and my purpose with it. Yeah, it's, it's a great. Everything you're doing is just so in the right direction, and and. So the foundation for it is so on point with your blogs and your and your books and everything. Um, <clears throat> I am on your shop tab and looking at your books, and I want to go there. We can I keep? We're going to run out of time here, and I want to know if I can keep you five minutes extra. Is that going to work for you, or do you need? Yeah, to go? that's absolutely fine. Okay, yeah, I want to. Do I want to be respectful of your time for sure. Um, but I really would like to give our listeners um, some insight into some of your books here. Um, because uh, my favorite one is the ultimate self-help guide to headache relief. Uh, of course, (laughs) being a headache girl, uh, but you have a, tell us about your books. I'll I'll just be quiet because I I think they're brilliant. 
Yeah, I mean, my first book was called Unwinding the Body and Decoding the Messages of Pain, and and it's really that one isn't necessarily a self help book. It, it's it's really a book about the my profession, what I do, and you know what I found was there's just not a lot of people that know what we do, and and like I was mentioning earlier, you know they 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 don't fully understand what we do, and there's there ends up being this kind of aura of mysticism or or magic with the treatments. And what I'm trying to do with that book is just explain to people what my profession is, the history behind it, kind of the thought process we have when we treat people. And, and, I, and I try to do it in a way that it's for the layperson so that I'm telling stories about, you know, people I've treated and their successes or failures or things like that. But just so that, you know, I can kind of guide them through like, okay, this is what I'm thinking about. This is how we're looking at the body. And, and this is this is the way that I'm thinking my way through a case so that it's a little bit more tangible and probably makes a little more sense for people. And then my other book, the the uh, Ultimate Guide for, for Headaches, or Self-Help Guide for Headaches, and that one I, I wrote because, you know, we I look at the body in terms of, especially the head, in terms of, of structure, you know, and, and I ended up writing the book because I wanted to put some, a manual out there that people could do things, so that people could do things to themselves that probably if they don't do, nobody else is going to do. And then through that, I ended up, you know, and I ended up doing, trying to do a lot of research, like, okay, here's some other things you can do. It's important to stay hydrated and here's some nutrition and all that. And, and probably since then, I've, I've definitely learned a lot more and, and could add a lot more to it. But my biggest purpose was to give people things that they could do on themselves, to themselves, that would, uh, that could potentially be really helpful that, that I felt like nobody else was going to was going to do it so mm-hmm. it i was trying to empower people to be able to do things for themselves and and potentially reach more people that way yeah and then there's the an osteopathic approach to the eyes i i thought that was yes i haven't you talk about published that, a little that bit? one yet that's one no? that i'm working on um, okay but it, it is it's, it's an upcoming okay. book uh that I'm putting together and really that's going to be one more for professionals. But one thing that I've, that I've started doing is uh, treating, treating eyes. And and I kind of got into it roundabout way in that I was actually, I had a student with me a few years back who was spending a month at my office. And, and when she started, she, you know, she told me, she was like, I have this upper back pain that if you can figure it out, like, I would be extremely grateful. Like, nobody else that I've ever had treat me has been able to resolve this for me. And I was feeling a bit confident, you know, so I was like, okay, well, I do things differently anyway. So uh, I, I, have a, I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if I can figure it out. So, you know, we're getting about three weeks into this rotation. I've treated her a, a few times and and I could tell that I hadn't really made any progress with her. I mean, I, I had gotten everything around it feeling better, but that specific spot I could tell hadn't really changed. And so I had just, you know, during that time, like when I when I have that happen, I'm always asking myself, like, what am I missing? Is there something there that that I need to be treating that that is causing this, like the link, the linchpin that is maintaining that whole pattern? And so. Uh, one day I was, I was observing her, and I noticed that she had a lot of tension around her eyes. So, so I asked her, I was like, do you wear contacts? And, and she said, well, no, I, I, I don't, but I probably will need to get glasses soon. I had you know, LASIK surgery way back 
when it when it first came out and my eyesight is getting bad again. So so I told her, okay, like next time I treat you, I I want to treat your eyes. So the next time I treated her, I you know she laid down on the table and I checked her back and it was exactly the way it had been all month. And then I went and did nothing but treat her eyes and and just try to relax the eye muscles and 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 um, even the some of the muscles that are involved with draining the the fluid in the or the pressure in the eye and and a lot of other you know try to get some other mm-hmm. changes as best as I could at that point because I didn't fully uh, understand it I, I was I had a fairly limited knowledge at that point and uh, afterwards when I when I went back and checked like that spot was completely gone like she so cool. her neck was more mobile and so suddenly that like hit the spark with me you know like oh my gosh like is this something I need to be nice. doing for people when they've got neck pain and back pain that isn't you know resolving from other things so I started to get kind of into treating the eyes for for that reason and I've and since then I ended up developing as I studied the anatomy you know, a, a much more in-depth course with it. And so I've been writing this this book and, and teaching, not just Brilliant. I have an online course for it, but then also I, I'm teaching actual hands-on classes and things with like that for it as well. Brilliant. All right, uh, two more questions. Uh, sure. One is a, about your wife and support system, because um, your wife sounds amazing. Would you mind yep, talking about is. your support system? Yeah, uh, because, you know, very frequently we have these things and dreams and goals and all this stuff. And there's somebody in the background who's supporting us. <laughs> yep. So do you mind talking about her? Will she be okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, she she does the same thing I do, so I'm blessed that, that to have that because she and I are both osteopathic physicians, and we both do the same, practice the same specialty. And because of that, we just – we have we understand each other because really like osteopathy for us is is a philosophy it's a way of life you know and it is a lot about nature but so really we understand each other very well it uh, her name is sarah sarah yep and and so uh yeah she's you know we tend to understand each other in that well but it, cool. it but it's great because we can also bounce ideas off of each other and and honestly, she helped get me through probably that hardest period of my life in New York, and and it was kind of a roundabout way because usually I feel like I'm the more uh, I'm more of the rock in the relationship in terms of stability. But at that time, she was an intern, and and she was just so worn out and tired all the time that mm-hmm. she just had was kind of unaware of how how much we were struggling. So when she would come home, and I'd be freaking out. You know, she'd just be like, "Oh, it's fine," and I'm gonna go to sleep, and and uh, <laughs> <Love it. laughs> and I was like, "Okay," you know, and it it would help like you me calm down. But <laughs> but yeah, it's like once she finished that year and she started to see like where we actually were, she started freaking yeah. out. But at that point, we weren't quite as uh, we weren't okay. quite in that same place. So I was like, "Oh my God, I needed that." Like that was exactly what I needed that year. But no, she's. She's definitely been, you know, incredible. You know, she she's been helpful, and and even our two kids. I mean, they've given me insights, and I've learned things from them that I that I wouldn't have otherwise. So I I am really grateful for my family. Great. Uh, that's it. Sounds like a wonderful family. And thank you for mentioning Dr. Sarah because we need to hear about her. Yep. Um, okay. Absolutely. So I'm I've been all over your website, and there's one thing that just I love this blog. So I'm going to tell everybody about mm-hmm. this blog. 
It is called 2018, the year of the mind. I'm with you on this one. Oh, my gosh. Talk about why you wrote this and and about the blog. Yeah, I mean, this year I just, you know, and it really started at the end of last year. I've just really started getting into, uh, for lack of better words, like trying to develop my mental powers. I know there's a lot more that I can learn to do. You know, there's like all these memory tricks and ways to, like, enhance your mind and, and things that I had never really even um thought about before but then all of a sudden it all just kind of came together for me kind of at the end of the year and I just decided 2018 was the th- was going to be that theme for me and it and so I, I at, at some point I was going to call it the year of the brain but then I decided I was like that's not really comprehensive enough because I feel like the mind is a little bit more that includes like uh you know like memory and spirituality and things like that so I'm, I'm i'm trying to you know this year i've dedicated myself to doing multiple multiple things that are really going to push my mind and part of it involves i've i've got a neurooptimal neurofeedback unit that that i'm that i'm using on a regular basis and that helps to you know in a sense like give the brain information about itself so it can reorganize and, cool. and become more efficient I've been doing an app with a something called dual and back training, which helps to increase your working memory, which can then ultimately increase your IQ, but it, it helps you hold more information at, at, a, at any given time. And even, you know, those are, those are some things I'm doing. I've even started, I didn't write it on there, but I've started doing even like learning some different languages using the Duolingo app and things like that. Mm. And then I've got a, uh, I bought a few years ago a memory course, an online memory course to learn all these tricks and things. And, and I did one lesson and then kind of got busy and put it off to the side and basically just had forgotten about it for a long time. And this year I was like, this is the year I'm going to go back to doing that. So I've, I've also been doing that. And then uh, and then even and then part of it, like I was saying, is is also focusing on, on my spirituality uh, you know, I, I practice something called the Course in Miracles, which is really mm-hmm. a it's, it's a mental training, uh, and and it's it's about you know uh, ch- in a sense training your mind and to learning to remove these blocks that uh, of your ego, and so that's something I've been also dedicating myself to uh, every day or most days, and then lastly I've, I've I ended up putting it on on that article. It was was uh, even learning, trying to learn, like, uh, some psychic abilities, you know, and, and intuitive abilities that, uh, and part of that kind of happened in a roundabout way. We, you know, we, we have a dog, and he's got these issues, and I had kind of been resistant to it for a long time, but we finally said, uh, uh, you know, after spending thousands on training, I was like, well, I'm going to try this pet intuitive, you know, that somebody, my, one of my wife's friends had recommended, and we tried it, and it honestly just blew me away. I was like, this person was so spot on, and we were both my wife and I were and kind of approached it kind of skeptically, so we 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 just wrote these vague questions and and she just was so spot on that then after that, I was like i I was kind of fascinated by it from there I was like, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I was like, well, is this something I can learn to do so then I ended up deciding, okay well, there's like an there's an online course for it, so I ended up in which you know I put a link on that blog, but I was like there if this is something I truly can learn to do, then I want to learn how to do it. And, you know, I want to, I want to dedicate this year to like 
really focusing on that. And, you know, I, I think it's something I'm going to do for the rest of my life, but this was just the year where I'm going to like ramp Declared it up it. and really like, Stakes in the ground. yeah, just make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Brain expansion. I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and I totally get the whole intuitive thing. You're, you're talking to somebody who's been, you know, resuscitated twice from food, food allergic right. reactions. So once while six months pregnant with our, with our kiddo. So I completely understand what you're saying. And, and yeah, it, it's sort of like, you know, you've got to research and find what works for you and your animals. I agree. Right. Um, yeah, really cool. Well, it was sure a pleasure having you on here. And I hope that we can um, stay in touch with, with you and Dr. Sarah, if if you don't mind. Um, I, I feel like I'm sort of uh, wanting you to be part of Best Ever You regularly somehow because the information is just so wonderful so if you're if you're open to anything like that let me know um oh, and absolutely. i know our yeah and i know our guests have just thoroughly enjoyed having you on here people are tweeting me and asking questions and things like that so we might have some follow-up after the show too um with some questions that i'll just have people tweet you directly or, or get a hold of you somehow um i'll talk to you about that but um Anyway, it's, yeah. is there anything, as we close here, is there anything that I haven't covered with you that you wanted to talk about? Uh, get it all? Not today. We can certainly uh, okay. always, if we need to, try another time, or I can try to answer questions as best as I can, like you said, on, on, on other avenues. With yeah. yeah, absolutely. Or we can, or, you know, this was intended on being sort of an introductory, uh, to you know, an introduction to our audience of who you are in case they didn't know that already. And then maybe next time we can do more specific topics and go in depth or something like that and, and have you on as, as the, as time evolves. So um, I really appreciate you being here again. And um, thank you so much, everybody for listening to the best ever you show. We are here totally grassroots, uh, millions of downloads and everything, no advertising, no nothing. It's just you guys embracing our guests and sharing the love in social media really or you know when you're having coffee you're like hey did you hear about that guest on the best ever you show and here's some great information um to pass along and that's how we go and that's how we roll here at best ever you <laughs> so that was dr daniel lopez with us his website is daniellopezdo.com so much information on his website i hope you'll visit um i know he is also on twitter i'm going to put a link to that um, at the bottom of the radio show in case you want to get a hold of him. But his website has his books, his webinars, online courses, events, wisdom, a great blog with some great information on it, and um, just a wealth of information here. So I hope you'll visit his website. And thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show, everybody. Take care and have a wonderful day. We're going to be back February 13th with Dr. Diane Hamilton. It's a great last name, huh? <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.